O God, you alone judge rightly and search the depths of the heart. Make us swift to do your will and slow to judge our neighbor that we may walk with those who follow the way of repentance and faith and so enter your heavenly kingdom. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. In the first reading, Ezekiel tells us that when we turn away from our sins, and turn our lives to God, we deserve to live. It's when we turn away from God that we get into trouble. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, You object, O house of Israel. You say that the word that the Lord is unfair. Hear now, O house of Israel. Is my way unfair? Is it not your way that is unfair? When the righteous person turns away from their righteousness and commits iniquity, they shall die for it. For the iniquity that they have committed, they shall die. Again, when the wicked turns away from the wickedness they have committed, and does what is lawful and right, they shall save their life. Because that person considered and turned away from all the transgressions that they had committed, they shall surely live. They shall not die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following passage from the letter to the Christians in Philippi is part of a hymn that was sung by the early Christians. The description of Christ as the humble servant who pours out his life for us can help us realize how much we are loved by God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, If there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love and sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, then make my joy complete. Be of the same mind and having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, Regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look into your own interests, not into your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Jesus Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. 
Therefore, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second son and said the same. And he answered, I am going, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, The tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You may have heard this one already, but the two guys die, and they go to heaven. And St. Peter is in charge of orientation in heaven, as you all know. And the first guy shows up before Peter, and he's dressed in a t-shirt and jeans and a leather jacket and sneakers. And Peter says, tell me... uh, What's your name and, and what was your occupation? And the guy says, well, my, na- my name's Joe Cohen. And I was a cab driver in Las Vegas. Maybe you heard this. And Peter smiles at him and he looks at his list and he sees there he is. And he hands to Joe, the cab driver from Vegas, he hands him a beautiful silk robe and a golden staff. Amazing. Next in line is a rather tall, distinguished-looking gentleman in a black suit with a clerical collar. And St. Peter says, tell me, who are you and, and what did you do? And the guy says, my name is Monsignor Dennis O'Neill. And I was a priest in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Sometimes people from Philadelphia say Philadelphia. So Peter looks on his list, sees him. (laughs) He hands this poor guy, this O'Neill guy, he hands him a 
like a woolen robe and a wooden staff. And the Monsignor looks at Peter, and he looks at the guy with the silk robe and the golden staff, and he says, excuse me, there must be some mistake. Why did he get the silken robe and the golden staff, and I get this woolen robe and this wooden staff? And St. Peter looks at him with kindness, understanding. He says, well, I'll tell you. Here in heaven, we, we judge things on, on, on the results. Uh, when you preached, people slept. When he drove a cab, people prayed. <laughs> Philadelphia. Hmm. We're going to set aside the gospel that Jack just proclaimed. The point of that gospel, the parable of the two sons, it's kind of obvious, and I would, I would summarize it by saying, take the time we have to change the no's of our lives to yeses to God and to God's will. Now's the time to change. But I'll tell you, that reading from Philippians, man, it just gets to me every time I hear it. Uh, Praying through it a number of times this week, uh, I got choked up. Such a powerful message that Paul speaks to the church at Philippi and to us. Calls us to deeper reflection. First of all, St. Paul calls for the community members to dedicate themselves to being one. Did you hear that? He he calls them to unity. And and, and for St. Paul and the church, unity was so very important. He tells them to stay away from anyone or anything that divides us from one another. Paul is calling out anyone in our experience who foments division and discord. Did you hear that? St. Paul calling us to unity, to living as community, as one. And then, St. Paul cites an early Christian hymn, a hymn that sings of our deep faith, that Christ suffered because he loves us. That he didn't grasp onto divinity as was his right, but he let it go. He emptied himself of that divinity and became a human being, became a slave. Paul tells us that Christ sharing our humanity 
shared the life and the death. He died like a tramp on the street. But it was his obedience, St. Paul tells us, his obedience to God's will, his yes to God's will, that moved God to exalt Jesus high above everyone else, the name above every human being. And because he is exalted for his humility, his obedience, his love, all of us, all of creation joins in singing, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Yeah, he died. He died like a tramp on the street. But because of his love, God raised him to new life, exalted life. And in his life, you and I proclaim, Jesus is Lord. And his path gives us hope for that same unending life of the beloved. Yesterday at Minute Prayer, we ended our session with the paraphrase from the message. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to read the paraphrase. It, some of the guys found it very, very helpful. If you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the Spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other. Be deep-spirited friends. Don't push away to get into the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God. He didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, Jesus set aside the privileges of deity and he took on the status of a slave became human. Having become human, he stayed human. 
It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death there is, crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him beyond anyone or anything ever, so that all created beings in heaven and on earth even those long ago dead and buried will bow in worship before this Jesus Christ and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. Jesus is Lord. As we hear what St. Paul has to teach us today, I can't help but think that this would be a good basic text for anyone thinking of being baptized, thinking of coming into the church. And it also seems to me that this text from the second chapter of Philippians would be a good basic text for all of us as we prepare to vote in the upcoming election. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.